Hi, and thanks for joining me for Becoming Professionally Famous Online podcast episode number 11 with me, Nicola Morass. I'm super glad that you're here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Today's episode is all about this big conversation that I have with so many people all the time around the size of your social media following or even the size of your list. Now, I'm here today to dispel the myth that size is everything, okay, because it is really not. Size does not always matter. How this applies into social media. So I have come across so many people over the years that have got 100,000, 200,000 followers on Instagram or you know thousands of connections on LinkedIn, thousands upon thousands of followers on Facebook, yet they're not making the money that they want or they're not having the impact that they want. And I guess like there's a really big reason why this is. Going back quite a few years ago, there was a really, really big, uh, I guess, push around social media and getting as many fans as humanly possible. And, you know, just because you've got a lot of fans doesn't mean you have instant credibility. Yes, it looks nice when somebody lands on your business page or if somebody lands on your on your Instagram or your LinkedIn and they can see that you've got a big audience, it can create some level of um, confidence that you know what you're talking about. But really at the end of the day, it is not the be all and end all. So what we look at doing is going, okay, if you have got an invisible profile at the moment, so if you're not really doing much of anything, then yes, we need to increase the level of activity that you've got going on. And yes, we probably want to look at different ways of investing in getting an audience online to to follow you. But it's a bit like rent a crowd, right? Just because you have a really big crowd following you doesn't mean that it automatically translates into sales or into dollars. No different to you having a whole lot of really awesome content going up on there where your posts might be beautiful, they might be well thought out content and really insightful blogs. You could be giving everything away. Everything that you know you could be giving away. It doesn't mean that you're automatically going to be able to sell something when it comes time to sell it. We've got to be a little bit strategic. So this is where we're going to look at some of the reasons or some of the ways that we can leverage a following, whether it's small, medium or large or or ginormous, and, and what we want to be able to do with these. So let's get stuck into it. All right. So I remember way back when in 2011, I would look at some of the people who I really admired online. So Jeff Walker, Marie Folio, Tony Robbins. And I was like, wow, like these people have got uh, an audience, like a reasonable sized audience back then was anywhere, you know, 5,000 or more. And I was like, wow, that's really, that's really huge. I remember that there was also a, a profile, a business page that was all, was actually named Get 10,000 Fans. Now, the theory behind that was that by the time you get 10,000 fans, your income, if we're talking about the coaching consulting space, your income should be around 10 grand a month. So if you've got 10,000 fans, you should be making around 10 grand a month. Now, that's just a bunch of bullshit, to be completely blunt and perfectly honest with you. 
It's not about the size of the audience that matters. It's about number one, who's in the audience that matters. And number two, what you're doing with that particular audience. So what generally happens is that people go and invest some money, usually by buying some fans or some followers, some likes, if you like, and growing their social media footprint. Now, that's not a bad thing, but that's not, we don't really want to be paying. Once you've got more than 500 fans, we're, we're talking Facebook, if you've got 500 fans or followers or, or likers on your business page, then that's great. Stop paying for likes. To get to that 500 point, you, you kind of probably want to be spending money if you don't already have, have a volume there, have that volume there. So how do we increase the level of engagement? How do we increase the amount of followers? And how do we build that list strategically on there? So we want to be paying for advertising, but not just for getting likers and fans on your profile. This is where the strategy comes in. What I would much prefer for you to do is think about the audience and what is their really big problem? What is the biggest problem that your audience has right now that you can solve for them in exchange for them giving you a name and an email address. Now, this serves two purposes if you do it this way. Number one, you're collecting their name and email address so you can build up your email database. And although that's not always the, the, the king of all of the things, it provides you with a safety net. So if somebody decides to close down their Facebook account or get down, get off there for a while or just unfollow you for whatever reason, you've got another way of being able to build conversation and relationship with them, and that's through your email list. The second thing that will happen as a byproduct of this promoting that you're doing is that you'll actually start increasing your fans on your page almost organically because the people that tend to click on those ads or click on the content or the copy, they'll often click like on the business page as well. So you'll increase your likes or increase the fan base, but you're also growing your email list. So that's the thing that we need to do. Now, it's super important that once we've collected their information, that we're then doing something else with them. And it's not just about sending them a newsletter because people go to sleep reading newsletters. Uh, we want to do something that's a bit more creative. So I want you to be thinking about, all right, now that I've given this person the solution to their big problem, what is the next problem that they're having that I can solve for them? So let's workshop this for a moment. Let's say that they are that you are someone who helps people with their with weight loss okay so maybe their their weight loss story is around motivation they find it really hard to prioritize they probably self sabotage you it, it might be a bit of a challenge to go straight into the mindset solution so the first thing that you probably want to get them doing is being aware of how they're eating, you know, assuming that's, that it's a, an eating or a food thing that we're starting with. So if I was a, a personal trainer, for example, or a nutritionist or a dietitian or, or anything like that, I would be looking, or a health coach, I'd be thinking, all right, what's the first thing that I can do to create awareness for these people? So I would be saying to them, hey, here's my new five-day challenge. You can download it for free 
and it's all about you actually documenting what's going on for you from a nutrition a nutrition perspective over the course of the next five days. Download this thing and we'll do that. So you'll send them a checklist via email, you'll give them some instructions with how to document what it is that they're eating or, or what their exercise is and things like that for the next five days. So the first problem that we're solving is a reality check. The first problem that we're solving is them sitting there thinking, well, I don't know what I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I can't lose weight. You know, I feel like I'm doing all the right things. Now, often what we know, because hashtag humans, most people sabotage when if they're if they're overweight or if they're not feeling energetic or anything like that, maybe they're eating too much sugar or they're not eating enough carbs, or maybe they're um, picking at night, or maybe they're drinking a glass of wine at night, whatever it might be. It's really important as we know to document exactly where you're at in order to then work out where you're going to be going. So the first way that we solve this thing is by getting them to see in black and white where they're going and, and how they're going. Because then the next problem that comes up is like they'll be looking at their, their documentation going, wow, okay, so now I know where I'm at. What do I need to do next? So the next problem that we want to solve is probably around movement. Because typically what happens these days is that so many people are way more sedentary. They're not moving as much. They're sitting down a lot more. They're, they're, a lot, they're not getting their 10,000 steps up or whatever it might be. So you might give them a, a movement thing that they, that they need to do. So it might be an exercise that they can do that takes five minutes because remember most people are time poor. So it might take five minutes that they can do from the comfort of their own home without having to go to the gym. So that then solves another problem of, which answers the question of what can I do from home without having to go to the gym, without getting in front of all those other people because the gym is boring and yada, yada, yada. What's the next thing that would then come up? Well, it's probably around, okay, they're aware of what their nutrition looks like. They're aware of what their movement or lack of movement looks like. So what's the next problem that would be the logical step. To me, it's around keeping that momentum up, knowing what to eat specifically for, for them, as well as accountability and, and getting moving. So the way that you would solve that problem, because most people self-sabotage, is around getting on the phone with you and having a conversation. So what we're looking at doing when we're getting them out of social media and onto your email list and things like this and even on your profile page, we want to take them through a problem-solving sequence that helps them to see that you know your stuff, that you're not just some other wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, give me your money and get lost type thing, that you actually know your stuff, that you care about them. It's also super important through this bit that you're talking to them and that you're sharing your stories with them. Now, for me, I know that, you know, I've grown my email list to almost 20,000 and I've culled it multiple times, you know, to, I've, I've chopped a quarter of it out probably four times over the last few years. It's just like, if, if you want to hang around, that's great. And if not, please go ahead and unsubscribe. So I've had people, I, I, I can, I can cull about 5,000 people from my email list probably once a year. So I've done that all the time. Uh, a lot of the time. 
I've got more than 23,000 people that follow me on Facebook alone. Now, I turned off in 2017, I pretty much turned off any advertising or my marketing. I still put up social media posts and I was still blogging and I was still communicating with my email list that I wasn't, I wasn't selling anything. I wasn't trying to sell books. I wasn't trying to get recurring income. I wasn't putting anything out anywhere where anybody could enroll. Now, I've got just on those two platforms, was that 23, there's about 43,000 people just on those two platforms alone that, you know, if I don't do anything with them, I'm not going to make a dollar. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to make anything at all. So it's really, this is why the size of what you're doing doesn't really matter. It's what we do with it, how we cultivate it, how we build relationships. But then the golden piece here that I really want you to hear is it, is that it's around making sure that people know what the next steps are from there. And that's usually around how they buy from you. So whether you are going to sell them a book, whether you're going to sell a workshop, whether you're going to sell an online course, whether you're selling something in person or online or a consulting package or a training program, whatever it might be, people need to know and very, very clearly be told what the next steps are so that they can either decide to take them or not. Now, again, just because you've got a big email list or a big social media following doesn't mean that the second that you go out and put out an offer that people are going to buy. All right. So in episode eight, we talked about the launch timeline. If you haven't listened to that yet, go back and have a listen to that. Because even if you've got this big, massive list, if what you're talking about, if the topic that you're talking about, which relates to what you sell, if it's irrelevant to the masses, it's almost like your message gets lost in that audience as well. So it's really important that we're strategic around how we cultivate this and how we bring people through. Now, something that I want to point out because it's uh, it's, it's really kind of interesting. I know and, and I really love the fact that I've got so many people following me that there is a really large number. It's really awesome for your ego to get the likes and the comments and the shares and, and all of that type of thing. But really, at the end of the day, does it translate into dollars or does it translate into a promotion or does it translate into you achieving a goal that you've set out for? Because... Really, like it's 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 a it's a bit like doing a really great job when you when you run a race and and getting an award for participation. You know, yay, go you! But really, that might be nice for your ego. But if it means that you've missed out on the the bonus or the sponsorship or the whatever, then it's really kind of irrelevant. Like the points kind of moot. So that's really what I want you to be thinking about. Don't think. Don't, don't spend your time, money, and energy in growing the audience base. What I want you to spend your time, money, and energy doing is growing an audience with the view of getting people over and onto your email list. And that way, you will also increase, naturally, the number of people who follow you online. You're also increasing your email list. And that gives you a very targeted audience to have a conversation with 
around your offers or what it is that you're going to sell. So size doesn't always matter. Sometimes it does, but it doesn't always matter. So there you are. That is episode number 11 for Becoming Professionally Famous Online. My name is Nicola. If you have any questions about any of this, please email me. My email is nicola at nicolamorass.com.au. You can find me on all of the social media channels because why not? And I look forward to hearing from you with what you're doing with your social media, how you're leveraging it, and looking forward to seeing you kick some major ass. Have an amazing day, and I'll talk to you soon.